Hello, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Howdy folks, it's Rico, and this is Treks in Sci-Fi, podcast number 102 for February the 11th, 2007. This week, uh, we're trying a little bit of an experiment, going to try to go for a little comedy on Treks in Sci-Fi. The podcast tends to be fairly straightforward and serious most of the time, but this week, uh, we're trying to uh, exercise our comedy muscles a little bit, and I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. Going to have the normal lineup of news and information, and we're going to be looking at the Star Trek classic uh, sort of clunker episode from the third season of TOS Spock's Brain. So stand by. Here we go. Rico. Re-re-re-Rico. Trex and Sci-Fi. Trex and Sci-Fi. Captain. Incoming message. A weekly dose of sci-fi and Star Trek information. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Well, once again, I'd like to welcome everyone to the podcast for this week. Again, this is your host, Rico. And if you're tuning in maybe for the first time, I suppose that's possible each week. Uh, I really want to thank you for taking the time to download this podcast, listen to it. This is the mainly Star Trek podcast. We talk about Star Wars, sci-fi, classic TV shows, classic movies. Just try to have a lot of fun with uh, the science fiction entertainment world out there. First thing I'd like to go over this week, though, uh, a couple things. One, I finally did receive this week my Master Replicas limited edition uh, studio scale Enterprise model uh, as seen in the original series, and it is just gorgeous. It's amazing. I'm not going to talk that much about it on this podcast. I'm going to do a sort of special podcast and review it, talk about uh, everything uh, I can about the the model and uh, probably encourage as many people as can afford this thing to go out and get one. But that will be coming up very soon, maybe midweek this coming week. I'm going to review the uh, the studio scale Master Replicas Enterprise. So stand by for that. But uh, in a word, I just uh, or in a couple of words, I just love it. Well, moving on to uh, to Star Trek uh, news and information. Uh, well, first, actually, what we're going to do uh, along the Star Trek line is we're going to play a few calls. Got a couple of audio comments, mail uh, through the voicemail line. The first one, this is from Rick Pete. I believe he's on the yeah he's on the forums, and he's got some comments in relation to uh, last week's podcast, which was all about Star Trek V: The Final Frontier movie. So this is Rick's take on uh, that movie and his comments. Hi, Rico. This is uh, Rick. How are you? Just got finished listening to uh, podcast one hundred and one. And uh, I have to admit, I'm not a big fan of Star Trek V, but uh, but I enjoyed watching it and uh, listening to your thoughts on it. I had a couple of two two thoughts. Um, I'm just curious what your what your comments would be on these. My first was, I like you didn't kind of get this whole share my pain, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're following Cybok. Um, I didn't I didn't I didn't buy that at all, but. The one thought that did cross my mind was, what if this is similar to some type of a Vulcan mind meld technique, you know, that maybe Vulcan healers would use? And, you know, perhaps Cybok was a very, very accomplished um, 
you know, psychic in the sense that his telepathic powers would require physical touch. If that being the case, maybe he was using some kind of a Vulcan healer technique on people to dull their pain, if you will. Um, I remember, I think it was in the Kirok episode where um, Kirk was so distraught about losing Armani that I think it was Spock came into his quarters and used a Vulcan mind meld and, you know, so that Kirk would forget her. And, you know, so that, I don't know whether that's something that uh, they were pulling on or pulling from with regard to what Cybrek was doing, but it was just a thought. Uh, the second thing was, at the end, towards the end, when Cybok and Spock shared um, the Vulcan salute and touch, do you think that was a reference to Cybok placing his capture within Spock, knowing that he would die? And, you know, back in Star Trek Two, when he said, hey, you know, it's an important something the Vulcans do, he would have tried to meld with someone. Now I'm wondering whether that was a brief meld for the purposes of exchanging a Katra to Spock. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were about that. Anyway, um, being in Chicago, I share your uh, your pain as it relates to the weather, because it is way cold out here in Chicago, and then you and I are sharing the same weather front. So, uh, may us both stay warm right now. Thanks, uh, Rick, for that uh, information and comments about Star Trek V. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I kind of agree with you a little bit on what Spybok is... Uh, Spybok. <laughs> Excuse me. Cybok is doing about the whole taking your pain away. And that was a very good um, take on that third season episode where Spock uses that technique on Kirk to help him uh, forget the girl, uh, Reyna, uh, in re re Requiem for Methuselah. Uh, Spock comes into uh, Kirk's quarters and tells him to forget so it's um yeah there's a that's a definitely a good catch on that and i think that could be a lot of what cybok was really trying to do um whether he was dulling the pain for these people or actually taking them painful memories away maybe that would explain a little bit better about why the crew was so easily uh, uh altered and were following cybok so easily rather you know which didn't seem to take much much effort on his part uh, on the other comment about the Katra thing and Cybok and Spock touching at the end of Star Trek V, I think that was definitely a, uh, not just uh, shaking hands goodbye, but it was definitely a takeoff on using the Katra to, uh, or using the touch uh, there to transfer the Katra from Cybok to Spock, which, you know, they had just done that in the previous couple of movies, so it was certainly a, an idea that I would think that two Vulcans there together, uh, it would, certainly would come up. Cybok knew he was basically not going to make it. He was going to try to stop this alien any way he could to allow the rest of them to get away because he basically made a big mistake. So I think that was definitely that what that scene was all about was when they touched uh, the Katra going from uh, Cybok to Spock. So, yeah, thanks for your call, Rick. I really appreciate it. Some very good thoughts and comments there. I've got one more uh, comment call from... Uh, Tricky Geek, this is Tim in England uh, talking about Star Trek V, so listen to what he has to say now. Hello there, Rico. It's Tim here in Brighton. Just a few comments on your last podcast, which was Star Trek The Final Frontier. Really enjoyed the podcast, and as always, when you do um, an 
episode about the, the films, I always want to watch the film straight away that night. And this was no different, even though this film is widely regarded as being the poorest of the lot. Um, I, sometimes I think that's a bit unfair. Um, this film showed uh, the bond between the three main characters better than any other film of the whole series and the original series, uh, particularly around the campfire and in the brig. Just brilliant, brilliant writing. Also, I think what you said about the, the humour being forced, I, I didn't see that, um, especially when Scotty hit his head. I think that's one of the funniest parts of any Trek film. And, of course, when they were in the brig, uh, very amusing. So, after listening to your last podcast, I might have to go and get the film out again, stick it on the DVD, and then halfway through think, why on earth did I do that? But uh, thank you very much, mate, and um, I'll speak to you soon. Cheerio. Well, thanks very much for your comments, Tim. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of nice humor in the movie, and, and I, I agree with you uh, a lot about uh, the camaraderie, the, the bond between the three main characters. I think they do show it in Star Trek V very well uh, at the campfire, uh, in the brig, and also I think the the bond between the three of them is uh, what makes Cybok kind of fail when he tries to do the the whole take your pain away uh, Vulcan whammy on them. You know, he tries it on McCoy, Kirk refuses, and Spock he also does it on, but Spock of course doesn't. It doesn't affect him. He's he's dealt with that pain of being human and everything before, and Cybok has no power over him when it comes to that. So uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's a movie that's it, it's still got some great parts in it uh, overall. Yeah, maybe it's not as great as the other Star Trek films, and 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 not as uh, uh, as a whole not as good. But there's definitely some good stuff in there, and and for the Star Trek fan especially, I think some some fine moments. So, hey, let's uh, switch gears just a little bit. Those are our calls, and we're going to go into a little bit of uh, just uh, general Star Trek news. Okay, on the uh, on the Star Trek news front, uh, on on Star Trek movie news in, in particular, a couple things to mention. It's looking like J.J. Uh, Abrams. It it keeps getting reported on the internet uh, more and more that he is uh, the script is basically done for the film for Star Trek Eleven, whatever it's going to be called, and he is getting very close to making some big decisions. Uh, the biggest probably right now to be whether he is actually going to direct the movie or not. Uh, I'm really thinking he's going to direct it. I think that uh, there's a lot of good reasons to do that. It will give him a lot more control over the final product. So I, I'm putting my money down on uh, that J.J. is going to direct, but it's not been officially uh, said yet. So that's my thoughts on that part. The other uh, rumor circulating is uh, about Scotty being in the movie and who's going to play Scotty. A lot of these early casting rumors uh, you, you've got to be careful about. You know, there was the whole Matt Damon as playing Captain Kirk rumor, which who knows? It could still be true. Uh, it might happen, might not. Who knows? But the other one about Scotty that's going around is James McAvoy, who is an, actually a Scottish actor. He played uh, Mr. Tumnus in the great uh, Chronicles of Narnia movie from a little more than a year ago, which I really enjoyed that film. Uh, he's uh, Scottish. He's also a big Star Trek fan, and they've been questioning and asking him the press about whether he's been approached to play Scotty in the movie. And he's kind of being kind of coy about it. But he's uh, from his some of his comments, he definitely knows Star Trek and is a fan. So that might be kind of interesting. The other, uh, and I don't know if I said this before on the podcast uh, recently, 
But I guess uh, James Doohan's son has also thrown his hat into the ring to play uh, his his father's character, I guess you'd call it, in the, in the movie. Uh, I, I think uh, that might be an interesting thing also to do. So we'll have to see. We'll keep, uh, keep uh, our eye on all the news sites online and all that about the Star Trek movie. Other Star Trek news and things going on. Uh, the enhanced uh, Star Trek episode for this past week, which I just finished watching, actually, before I recorded. I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. The, the one they did this week was the classic The Doomsday Machine from the original series. They added over 100 new effects shots. And I want to encourage everyone out there that's listening, if you've, if you've got the ability and you're in an area where they're showing these episodes, try to find the Doomsday Machine because this episode, they really pulled out all the stops and spent a lot of money on creating some very cool new effects for the Doomsday Machine, for the Constellation, for the Enterprise. Uh, there's some cool battle scenes in this episode. Uh, a lot of opportunity to uh, insert a lot of new special effects and I really think it uh, turned out really well. So check that out. Uh, there's also a, a, a kind of a, an effects artist fan out there, Darren uh, Doctoro, I think is his last name. I, I don't pronounce names all that well. I apologize. But I'll put some links in the podcast notes. But he's also done a Doomsday Machine version with his own effects, which are pretty much on a par with what uh, Paramount and CBS did for the enhanced one they just released. So I will link all that in the podcast notes. Uh, Definitely check out the Doomsday Machine, any of those versions playing in your area right now. Uh, Switching gears over to the Star Wars news front, uh, there are um, probably the biggest thing going on this week actually is in the collectible area. For, for actually for Star Trek and Star Wars, uh, New York City's uh, Toy Fair uh, is going on. I will put some links in the podcast notes. There are some really cool-looking new toys for both Star Wars and Star Trek coming out uh, from various licenses, licensees, I think. Gentle Giant, uh, Hasbro, of course, for Star Wars has got some great things. Lots of cool things. The better thing to do for this is to check out online. Uh, Wizard, uh, Wizard Magazine has some great shots up right now uh, a lot of cool things out uh, are coming out in the next year or so it looks like there's going to be a new star wars video game a next gen video game uh coming out i don't think there's a title release for this game yet but there are some action figures that they're actually putting out uh, in association with this game for 2007 but again i'll link all that in the podcast notes for this week so some cool things happening of course, work continues on the clone, the the more I guess it's going to be called Clone Wars animated Star Wars series uh, coming out uh, not that long, uh, probably late this year, maybe or early two thousand and eight, I think. And uh, work continues, or preliminary work continues on the live action series, which is still a little ways away. Oh, on sort of a related Star Wars news item that got announced uh, this past week. The next Indiana Jones film, Lucasfilms, of course, being uh, very much involved in the indie film, uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg directing. Well, it looks like the they've got a release date, which is going to be in uh, late May of 2008. I think it was May 22nd, but check you can check that out online. I'm pretty sure it was like Memorial Day weekend or just a few days before Memorial Day weekend in 2008 for the next Indiana Jones film with, of course, Harrison Ford back in the indie role. Uh, there's not a lot out there on this. I mean, there's a lot of rumors scuttlebutt about what the storyline's going to be, probably set around the 1950s. I think Harrison Ford can still pull off another indie movie. I'm lo- looking forward to it. And I think they spent a lot of time creating a good script, so we'll uh, be looking forward to that. 
And that's about it for the news and information that I wanted to pass along this week. I really have got to keep it brief because we've got a special segment coming up. And I'm going to give you a little uh, preamble or uh, preview of what's coming up here on the podcast now. Uh, a few people, from, uh, mainly from the forums and myself, uh, got on a Skype call yesterday uh, on Saturday, and we recorded a uh, sort of an audio commentary track for uh, a, a kind of a mystery science theater version for the original series episode, Spock's Brain. I thought that that would be a fun episode. I've talked about this last few weeks that we were going to do this. And I thought that would be a fun one to just sort of have a little fun with the episode, talk about the, the, the kind of silly things that go on in that particular episode. Probably uh, one of the classic uh, bad episodes of the original series uh, is the one usually people bring to mind uh, bring to mind uh, from TOS. So what we did is we, we got over Skype, and I kind of played the episode very quietly in the background. Uh, so I wanted to uh, give everyone a heads up. The, the commentary that I'm going to play for you here, uh, and it goes for the whole episode, you will only hear the uh, Spock's brain audio uh, from the episode itself very quietly in the background. Uh, there are technical reasons I won't go into for that. But anyway, uh, so the commentary you're about to hear would probably be best listened to while watching Spock's brain, you can listen to you know listen through this, and if you know the episode, you could probably still enjoy it, and you can hear the episode a little bit in the background. But uh, it is uh, the episode is played fairly quiet in the background, not nearly the level that I play it when I uh, when I do my normal commentary. So I'm just giving that warning out there. Uh, you may want to break out your DVD of Spock's brain, dust it off a little bit, and play it while you listen to this. Uh, commentary. It's sort of meant as an alternative audio track. Uh, but shoot me an email. Let me know what you think about this. Uh, treksf at gmail.com is the email always. Or you can always send an audio comment uh, via email or call the voicemail at 206-88-TREX. But let me know what you think about this idea. I will. Uh, I think I'm just going to play this and we will roll out the show at the very end. So I'm not going to come back at the end of this uh, this recording of our commentary for Spock's brain. So until uh, next time, I will be signing off now, but stay tuned for our audio look at Spock's brain coming up in a moment. Alrighty, everyone, this is Rico, and you're listening to the special Spock's brain edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. I've got uh, a few people here on the Skype line, and we are going to have a lot of fun, I think, today with the third season episode, Spock's Brain. This is going to be sort of a Mystery Science uh, Theater 3000 edition of Spock's Brain and Treks in Sci-Fi. On the Skype line is Brendan. Say hello, Brendan. Hello, everyone. And we have the Moyers. We have Rick and Nathan. Say hi, guys. Yo, what's up, Rico? Hey. Hi, everyone. And we also have the Waz man from the forums, Pierre. How are you doing, Pierre? I'm fine, thanks. Good, good. All right, well, um, we're not going to spend a lot of time just chit-chatting because I know we want to get into the episode. Uh, there's a few people that have had this idea for a while. I was thinking about it. Uh, Brendan on the line here with us mentioned it in uh, an email, I think, Brendan. And it was, um, you know... Even though I love Trek and I love uh, the original series, there certainly are uh, a few clunkers in there, and Spock's brain is probably the uh, the epitome of that. No, absolutely. Not. 
So we, we thought ever. it would be fun. You know, I, I, the show that, you know, what I usually do when I, I do my episode reviews, they become pretty, yeah, fairly serious. And, and I, and I try to kind of, uh, show people some things about the episode that they may not have heard about before or talk about what I thought about it. But I thought that, uh, Spock's brain would be a good candidate with, to just have a little fun on the show. So without, uh, much, much more ado, if, as long as everyone's ready, we've all got our, uh, individual uh dvds queued up with the episode i will be playing the episode you'll be hearing the audio on this podcast from the episode but it may not be all that loud i'm going to keep it on the quiet side so for those listening to the podcast your best bet would be to maybe listen to this audio uh through your computer while you're watching the episode also at the same time uh, sort of uh you know a, a director's commentary or, or hopefully a funny one i think so you guys all set? Everyone good? Ready We're to go. Set. I'm ready. We're set. Yep. All right. I yep. am unpausing in three, two, one, go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Is it me or half the sh- uh, I like that sh- <laughs> <laughs> There's a large curling iron coming out as captain. Oh my god, what are we going to do? <laughs> I think you should have a sparkler sticking out the Quick, back. Get check off. I was wondering Here's what Sulu hand. was looking at when he looked through that little viewer on the bridge. <laughs> That's one of those little things. He's the... playing missile command. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or Tetris. There's a lot of like, just, okay, somebody say something here. You know, <laughs> they're all just looking very serious. Yeah. Hmm. Scotty has this look like 20 times during this. <laughs> like is that a tanker like toy? Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. I like Scotty's hair in the third season. I, I think he was looking for girls more. I do too. Oh, this is nice. You think that thing ever fell out of her ear? You know, when she, when she would turn her head fast? In the early days of Bluetooth. She got it for seventy nine ninety nine. That is like Bluetooth, isn't it? It is. It's Plantronics. Oh, look at that zoom oh, right there. Oh, it's still blurry. Awesome. <laughs> I think Scotty's Isn't having a little, a beauty? Uh, getting a little excited. <laughs> Don't they have warp drive? Isn't that better than I am? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Only one life form. And what is that blue thing on his face there? The light? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think he's, uh, I would have thought he'd been blind after watching through that thing for three years. <laughs> Not a transferal beam? <laughs> Anything but that. Do you mean a transporter spot? <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Kirk's birthday, they hired someone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought at this point they should have had a disco ball come out from a, on the top of the Enterprise. <laughs> the lights go down and she can, she has have, go-go boots I think that happens on the night shift on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Purple is my favorite color. I wonder how long it's going to take him to kiss her. There go the lights. Oh. Dance party. Oh, yeah. There it is. You know, all they got to oh, do is, and... is show NASA this episode and they get them to really advance the, you know, their idea of going into space faster with girls like that out there. <laughs> oh. Look at all those different buttons. Yeah. Like, got different parts of oh, now watch this from Chapel. Oh. This is great. Oh, God, yeah, she. <laughs> oh, 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 don't do that. Oh, oh. my husband produced the show. Get on. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Here she goes. Here she goes. Let's touch yeah. everybody's brain. Let's see. Who shall I pick? This. Shall I pick this one? This one? No. No, oh, no. no. brain isn't big enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, here it comes. I'm looking for a certain cranial ridge. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. <laughs> yes, I think I can get this wig off of him easily. <laughs> I oh, it's blood. just so classic. <laughs> I always wondered if, uh, you know, Star Trek, if they shared the... the the costumes with with some other show on like laughing at the time in the 60s that's what i thought too because that outfit on that alien girl is uh is is quite something you just want to hear some funky music behind it when she's there i don't know there's just something weird yeah i could see a disco ball coming down from the from the top of the bridge and just you know spock's eyebrow would raise <laughs> damn it jim i'm a doctor not a disco dancer <laughs> I so that, that is, it, is it true that the starring the William Shatner, of course. Yeah. Mm. As James gets the girl, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. I mean the name. Same shot. I love the music here. Spock's brain. I love the best part. Shame on you, Lee Cronin. Now, everybody, yeah, watch, watch Chekhov. Yeah. Watch how he gets up. Curse you, Lee Chekhov. Cronin. Yeah, watch how Chekhov, Chekhov gets like, up. jumps up and runs to the other side of the room. Perfect timing. Oh, the lights are on, guys. Action! Oh, oh Chekhov has a mission. Ready? Where is he yeah. going, anyway? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> this is where I keep the aspirin over here in the bridge council. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the schnapps. Oh, I'm hey, sorry, vodka. Notices... <laughs> oh, right, vodka. Oh, better get the sick bed. No, no Something's happening. Why are there two, like, red shirts at the doors there, too? Are they just, like, to keep the riffraff out? Oh, my gosh. They put a silly hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's Russian. He's going to get up and do a dance any moment. <laughs> River dancing. It's like River they got Spock in a fun. body bag there already. I know. <laughs> Oh, this is the best part. I found him on the table. No, not so calm. Spock. What happened? What? I don't know. <laughs> you asked me that twice already. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us know what happened, for goodness sakes. He was worse than dead. They split his soul into horcruxes. <laughs> How can you be worse than dead? That's what I want to know. He's worse than dead. <laughs> His brain? brain? What? Did he just knock on his head and it was hollow? Or how did they figure that out? <laughs> I'm scanning, but there's no lights on, Captain. Yes. The greatest technical job I've ever seen. Every nerve in me. How long did you look at it? 30 seconds? <laughs> and I've seen a lot of brains removed in my time. His brain is missing. This is a medical miracle. He's still alive and he has what's no brain. With, what's wrong with Kirk? Did he take medicine before this? Some... This is terrible. His body lives. His is gone. <laughs> what happens if I push this little button here, though? <laughs> this is. Oh, I like that. Eyebrow. And you know what? I, I bet Nurse oh. Chapel's thinking, "This is my chance. Get them all out of the room." <laughs> <laughs> Where's the joystick that we use later in the series? Give me the controller. The girl, I love this deduction. The girl on the ship that had no instruments she or tools with her, she took it. I am captain. Point out the obvious. How long can you keep him functioning? 
can't give you any guarantee. That's like good enough. It could happen to any of us, I would say, indefinitely. Walking physiology limits what I can do. Spock's body is much more dependent than a tremendous brain for life support. So it's dependent on the brain, but yet it can go on living like indefinitely without, without it because okay. of his great Vulcan physique. So he's kind of like a chicken that can like run around with its head cut off. Right, yeah. right. A chicken with pointed ears. Yeah. Where are you going to look in this whole galaxy? Well, there's got to be only a couple of places where purple people with go-go boots hang out. Yeah. Let's do a search in the library computer. Yeah. Brain planet taker people. The, pl the planet laughing. Working. Working. Take it out. Oh, you don't. It's terrible. Let me put back in. I don't know how. That's a great line. Yeah. It was taken out. I'm serious. It, it must be, be on medicine. Rick's like calm. I'll force it out of her. I'll force it out of her. Yeah, I bet he will. <laughs> <laughs> but we need, Spock's, we need Spock's brain back, though, instead. You know. Uh, I'll force it out of her. Quick. Here's Chapel wants some time alone. <laughs> Have Spock ready for what? <laughs> Never seen that shot before. Yeah. Oh, here. Okay, here's this great scene. <laughs> ready? Now watch this. Can you guys ever remember him ever walking up in front of the view screen ever before in any episode? Now watch this. No, this Captain, is, please yeah. stand in front of me. Let's show off our new graphic. <laughs> our new graphic. There's Sulu. Captain. Why is he looking at Kirk? <laughs> well, we know now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's show Shatner awkwardly pace. I am George Decay. <laughs> of course, they've been following the ion trail. Captain Pete, please spin for me. Oh, he sat down. He sat down again. Oh, no, he's going to get back again. Yeah. Oh, got a pace. Oh, it's time for the graphics to go up on screen. Oh, this is a classic part. Did he change his shirt? Because his shirt looks a whole lot tighter in this, this scene. I think Sulu got to his laundry last system. Stop it. Oh, this is great. Right. Ready to check off? Oh, why does he have a thing in his ear? Those are stunning graphics right there. I like how he's like not looking at the screen. Again, never before do we ever see him get up. He's gonna go point to the video screen. It's like there's only three planets that they're looking at. Yeah, it's like show us the three M-class planets. There we go. Now watch. Oh, I have to get up because I did that a lot. You think in the 23rd they had uh, laser pointers by then? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Pick between. Well, Chekhov's got to do something. It's a the little bed, the big bed, and the bigger bed. Chekhov is their go-to PowerPoint man. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's a casual look from Sue, isn't it? Hanging over his little screen thing. Hey, Captain, uh, look over here. <laughs> I'm looking quite casual today, aren't I? Ooh, there, there we go. Contemplative look from Captain Kirk. I've got a headache. <laughs> Kiss me. <laughs> oh, look at that flashy. That's amazing. 
What's that big thing flashing doing? <laughs> it, it's, it doesn't say anything. It's her light bright. It's the, it's the Enterprise blue screen of death. Yeah. <laughs> Please answer systems now. <laughs> Must be Windows Vista 3 or something. There's a lot of unexplained things in this episode. We can't explain it either, Chekhov. But look at my nice PowerPoint again, please. <laughs> it took me hours. It took me two bottles of vodka for this, doing this PowerPoint. It took me three hours to finish the shading on the upper planet. <laughs> I think this earpiece was in Lieutenant Uhura's ear for a while. Oh. Oh, what's that on it? Ew. We put creatures in our bodies. What would they want with his brain? Look, I have Spock's harp hanging from my ears. <laughs> oh. mm. He's going to be standing for a while. <laughs> it's there. It's real. It's not in my mind. I'm not... Crazy. Have the transporter room stand by. I'm taking a landing party down to the That's plastic. right. I am, sir. Hmm. A hunch, Captain. Did she have to get up to say it? Yeah. She had like a little headset thing to do that. A hunch. Now, couldn't they go between the planets and send landing parties to each of them? But <laughs> I was mind. thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we only have time to visit one of them in this hour-long episode. Plus, it would take too much to change the sky colors. Captain, there's a large blue marble floating in space. Touch it. Wait, let's guess the color of the planet. Oh, it's blue sky. Oh, it's blue sky. Instead of a, the same set they use on every away mission. Quickly, two red shirts besides Scotty. Oh, you guys look, are goners. Scotty has somebody's quarter. Somebody's gonna die. Spock must be getting jealous right now. I don't want to go down on the planet with a red shirt, please. <laughs> when was the last time you ever saw Scotty with a tricorder? <laughs> never, never. Never. Somebody had a... Oh, oh what's this? Guys from the Geico commercial. <laughs> escape from the planet of the apes. <laughs> I know. Let's come up with some alien race with leg warmers with fur, large beards, and Dorothy Hamill haircuts. Dorothy Hamill? You don't know who Dorothy Hamill is? She was a figure skater from way back that had this kind of wedge cut hair. I like the, the roast duck with the mango salsa. <laughs> I don't have much of an appetite right now. There's going to be conflict, I can tell. The music is telling us. There's someone, something out there in the rocks. Humanoid. Large. Humanoid. Large. <laughs> As opposed to medium or small. Strange animal things. <laughs> yeah. Vicious animal things, Captain. Their oh, haircuts look like something you'd give a Dutch boy. <laughs> yeah, there are people on our planet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we are from Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find the IKEA. That's right. You visit our store, you buy furniture for your ship. We want bananas and strawberries. <laughs> Quick, we are so mad about our haircuts. We're going to clubs, have, clubs them with our styrofoam. 
obviously back out and black out. <laughs> I like the natural little. Uh, Why is he using the loud scanner thingy when people are running around? Just trying to be quiet. They won't know our location. Let's just stand out here in the open. Make this loud, high pitched noise. Oh! Oh no, styrofoam! Oh, this is the best. Watch Kirk. He'll like dodge things from 10 feet away. <laughs> See, this, this next thing that flies next door. Look. He dodged it. They waited oh, long oh. enough to fire. Oh, oh. we're out of here! That wide spread. He shot stubby. my wig off. <laughs> Oh, we got ourselves like Yeah, you just shot me. We only wish to talk. Yeah, we're your friends, that's why we shot you. Wait. They only want to talk, just like the astronaut. We are men from a far place. Like yourself. Dude, you got anything to smoke? Hey, who are you calling small? Who are the others? Ooh, give us a pain. And cramps. Well, put me down for the delight then instead, okay? Yeah. They come. They give pain and delight. Do they come from the sky? <laughs> no, they're in Where did he just point? <laughs> it's the government. It's the government. Pain and delight. More insurance agents. They come for your women as well. That's what she said. I have great news for you. <laughs> Our women. What's that? Women? Your words. Say nothing. I get that a lot. <laughs> Wait a minute, I love this My word. words say nothing. Well, I thought Steve was my friend, but... My mate? What? Mate? Companion? Well, yeah. Frank's my friend, but we've never had anything like that before. No, we've never done that. Well, there was that one time. It was really cold that night, though. <laughs> Kipton! <gasps> and why did we not see that before? <laughs> I never saw it until just now. Scotty's like checking his tricorder. I think it batteries ran out on his, so he didn't see it before. How come Chekhov doesn't make noise? Oh no, look at those leg warmers. Oh, oh. Whoa, that was strength right there. I'm a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for the boys. Okay, you didn't get that dirty. What's with the wipe in the hands? You know? <laughs> it looks as the man touched him. Evil That's right. Man. He touched the, the leg warmer by his evil cave woman. He'd be happy. But is Scotty got a girdle on in this episode? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> his pants are way way out there. His pants are like like five inches taller than everyone else's. Pull your shirt outside out, the cave. Oh, look! There's some weapons. Hmm. Our apish friends didn't make these. Our apish friends? Apish. It must be. Oh, it might be too. This reminds me of Batman. This cave, a trap. Now, calling them apish friends and creatures, very offensive to cavemen. I know. <laughs> they probably got a lot of letters. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Good. You guard the weapons. I'll go look for Spock. Oh, here they come. Oh. Hey. 
I love this part. How can he be standing without a brain? Brains. Brains. <laughs> Look at Master. I'm looking ah, it's for the a Spock brain. remote control. <gasps> oh, I da -da. want brains. Craig, I am your father. <laughs> I just want to know how did he figure out how to. There's like nine buttons on the console. Forward, back. He, he does a combination. Do a silly combination like on a joystick for PlayStation. It's like you know X Y. Yeah. Quick, show me his karate moves. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, 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 just had that little, he had that remote in his in his drawer there for you know when Spock's brain went missing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I just happened to have a here on interface brain. that works without a brain. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh. That was heavy duty. There goes paper. my lunch. <laughs> Set my stomach down. Great attempt at humor way. there from McCoy. We may as well be comfortable. Let's all have a hug. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's all hey, wait a minute. Let's do the ever famous shoot a rock us, are you? Yeah, shoot the rock. Oh, everybody freezes there for a second. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, let's warm ourselves. Of course, we could just beam back up to the ship, but. <laughs> Does anybody have a marshmallow? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I like to shake when the camera hit it. Great moment. Enough to push this planet out of orbit. What source? Either a nuclear pile a hundred miles across, or Spock's brain. Or ion power. Or ion power. Oh, here we go with the ion again. <laughs> yeah, I have cane powder. I'd bet my life on it. Duh. <laughs> I like to state the obvious. We're slowing Captain down. Captain Obvious. Oh. oh my gosh! Oh, you're oh, just hot as Don't. That's how that's how he gets oh. all the girls, oh. really. Uh, careful with this angle there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a uh... provocative yeah. angle. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, uh, let's it's... shut that door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, come on in, guys. Turn your backs towards me. Wait a minute. Like a box. I could swear this is Linda Carter from the Wonder Woman series. Uh, what can we make that that remote controlled Spock do here? Let's bend it up on our feet. Oh. You are not Mord. You are not Mord. Mord? Mord who? You are not Mord. I'm Mord. Is this the disco? You are not Mord or I'm Mord. Where's, where's the your iPod? Yeah, where's your iPod? Where's Z Morg or X Morg? I'm just I don't an think she really girl. understands us. Yes. <laughs> and those go-go boots are far different than the other go-go boots. They're very shiny. Do you have those boots but in purple? <laughs> it's here. <laughs> it's now, Captain. You're just like all the other girls I go out with. <laughs> I am Wonder Woman. What are you? We've heard this before. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't she look like Linda Carter? I think she looks like Linda Carter. You'll get nothing out of that one. Hers is the mind of She's a stupid. Perfect. She's like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> oh, Spock, is that you? Do you hear what I hear? Spock, are you roaming? <laughs> I'm not going to pay for this bill, Spock. <laughs> My battery is going dead. Pleasurable experience connected with the hearing. 
fuck? <laughs> I thought you could be like... Mr. Spock, where are you? Quickly, let's go somewhere. We don't know where we're going. Oh no, the doctor's gonna put the moves on the silver jacket. It's the Spock we remodeled. <gasps> there she is. It's the purple one. It's the purple brain surgeon. Oh, oh not oh, fast enough. Oh. That was a great death from Kirk there. Uh, now why did they all fall, but the girl didn't fall? Uh, and special. why did uh, Spock fall? <laughs> yeah, well, Spock They're both the brainless. Brain. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, okay. He landed how this. Alright. Oh. Oh. Have a donut. They're really good. Can you guys take the Enterprise and leave? I'm gonna stay here for a while. Here. Give a donut to this one, too. Thank you. Thank you, Alexander. Would you like a donut? No! He is not Mark. He is not Mark. Oh, I fell over. He fired the phaser and I fell over. It was terrible. Oh, now they put girdles on all of them. I like their belt buckles. Now, now that we have them all in our place, we'll maybe we'll feed them donuts too. Maybe. Come here, my pretty. They are fine specimens. Let's activate them. <laughs> Man, the black button does wonders. What? Where does that oh. noise keep coming from when she pushes that button? I think it's been used. Oh my gosh! Times. Wait a minute. Did you? Did you? Did you, are, did you get a fancy belt buckle like I did? Wow. <gasps> it's you. Holy purple go-go boots. It's a bat belt. The bat belt. <laughs> no, it's a deflector dish. We do not know Spock. This is Spock. You saw him on the ship. <laughs> this is Spock. Here. Brain. Brains. Brains. God. I do not know about Luma. You Luma. Luma has no brain. You have a brain. You came to my ship. It's quite a haircut on that guy back there, too, in that lamp. I know. <laughs> Look at his belt buckle. I got this lamp oh. at Ikea, also. <laughs> Jim, she really doesn't know anything. Yes, Bones? Or even they... really know. What? That's why they strapped these alarm clocks to our... What does this red button do? Let's try <laughs> Let's find out. You heard <laughs> No, hurting. That's why we took your first officer's brain. It looks like they could become Power Rangers. Now, about that giving pleasure part of things. I don't quite understand. I'd like some pleasure in pain. Yes. Yes. Go on. My, you obviously are the smart ones, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called a light bulb, Scotty. <laughs> God. Yes, the organizers, the managers, the leader of your Yes, in charge of feeding the donuts. There is no other. I'm the purple leader. Except for us three, three, and no more. Who controls this complex? 
Control. Control? Controller? Controller? Controller. Who controls? Man, he really likes showing off his abs in this episode. I know. You cannot see the controller. Only the three of us can see the controller. Before you can see the controller, you must. It's me. No, 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 I promise you. I just want to talk to somebody about Spock's brain. Stand up. What is brain? What is brain? Shut up, Bones. Wait, Scotty. It's a great revelation. Is. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the fingertip flicking there? What's that <laughs> I like, Whoa. Wait, I must raise my hands. I am Kirok. To learn from your controller. You lie. You know me. You have said that. You know me from last night. <laughs> Please, I beg you, on my knees. Do not take them to the controller. Luma, don't warn her. Luma. Luma, don't spin and turn into one Woman. <laughs> That's right. Oh, 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 oh. Scotty looked like he got hurt there for oh, a second. Oh, man, that burrito oh, I had oh. earlier was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have had that liverwurst and head cheese sandwich before this. It's because we did not feed them the donuts. Yes. Scotty, I have a good view from down here. <laughs> I don't have any comment, Captain. Ooh, Lieutenant Zulu in command. I miss the captain quite a lot. He needs a cleaning. He gets his nose cleaned out there. He has his nice side profile. Ah, there we are at the rocking. Meanwhile, back in the rock. Yeah, meanwhile. Hey, look, it's Tiger Man from Buck Rogers. No, no, this is great. This is classic. Ready? He does oh. look like Tiger Man from Buck Rogers. He does. Yeah. Same outfit, I think. Has anyone got a no. pair of scissors on them? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we could just slide it off our narrow hips. McCoy looks like he could just push it off. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like mine, Captain. Oh, they have None a back one, too. shall pass. Great, sir, Knight. I have no quarrel with you. Like oh, all our stuff. Our cigarettes and our, our FOSS container. <laughs> our communicators. I need my cell phone. Get out of the way. <laughs> Those women could never set up anything complex. I need to send a text message. Get out of the way. Yes, they were, weren't they? Not only women could give you pain and pleasure, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet you did. I've been trying Scotty looks like he's enjoying his belt buckle a little bit too much there. He likes that belt buckle, doesn't he? Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Where do you think you're going, mister? Where's that hand? Watch that hand. Uh-oh. Here comes the music. Ooh, get ready for that. What are you trying to do? Push him into the... Yeah, push him into the door. Oh, ooh, Scott just got picked this up. This reminds me of the classic Batman fights. You ready? Ready? And just need to turn, turn the camera Biff, a little. Zam! Oh, Zowie! Ow. Oh. 
Oh, look at that guy. Whoa! Ooh, look at that jump oh. kick. Or jump kick. Oh, that looks like it would hurt. Oh. Get ready to rumble! <laughs> look at that look of satisfaction. You're not going to keep me away from the pleasure any longer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Spock. 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 Wow. Let's go on. look at Tiger Man. You have reached Spock. Please leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> if this were a true emergency, please wait. Your call is important to us. <laughs> Dial one for Spock. <laughs> Dial two for Spock's super ego. Well, look, it's Nomad from episode whatever. What am I? Oh, then what am I? Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. That could explain much. I haven't. What did he say? Well, I don't see my body at all anywhere. Spock, we don't have time for that. We came for the pleasure. <laughs> we came to put you back. But personally, I came for the girl in the go go Back into your body. <laughs> you what? Thoughtful. While I might trust the dog. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Still ditzing McCoy even when he's not in his body. Uh, That's it, I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you. The skill to remove it exists right where we are. Restoring it must also be possible. Excellent logic here, Captain. That's why we have to get the hair dryer of death. You think Nurse Chapel dressed Spock up in that little, uh, little, <laughs> that little jumpsuit? Little, little Spock uh, action figure outfit he's wearing there? Yeah. It's G.I. Spock. <laughs> Press him on the back and he does the Vulcan dance. With only six points of articulation. That's right. Dull stare. Uh, what Can't button was it again? Uh, <laughs> Let me see. Forward, backwards. Scotty's like mining for gold or something with that tricorder. <laughs> the way he whips it around. <laughs> click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. Yeah, is that right, his McCoy. joints or something? <laughs> it's a bomb! It's a Spock bomb! <laughs> Forward, march! Hip, hip, hip. Left, hip. right, left. Hip, hip. We must not walk as slow as Spock. Just let him walk into the wall once, okay? Just once. <laughs> and right here on the left, you'll see our wonderful kite artwork. Ah, uh, yes. Pain-giving devices. <laughs> Why does Spock have a pain-giving device around him? I mean, what's he going to do? I guess they could use him to club people or something. Pain band. Pain band. I've heard a few bands that cause me pain. This whole episode makes no sense. They must have had a sale on, you know, very pastel colors, because <laughs> yeah. this whole place is pink. <laughs> Let's light it like the Romulan ship Keep from episode three. Spock. Yes. Keep concentrating, Spock. Keep roaming, <laughs> Spock. <laughs> Can you hear me now? There's another kite. Look. It's so pretty. Well, this is it. 
Coco Book Girl. Oh no. Not the. Oh. Oh. oh! Let's watch Kirk all over again. This is so great. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. I knew I shouldn't have that second burrito. Enough of you! <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, let me walk as late as I can to the controller. That's it. I'm dead. What kind of pose is that with the legs up? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quick, oh. get Spock's controls. Now, of course, Quickly. I have no idea how this works. I've not yeah, done anything. I'll learn. Push the button. That's it. That's now, it. Get ready. It's time for oh. mortal Spock bat. <laughs> dun, 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 Punch dun, button. Dun. Grab. Break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist and walk away. <laughs> this button. My other arm. Push the button. Do it. Do it. Oh. How did he know what button to push? I'm five pounds lighter. Oh. oh. I'm just getting to like my belt buckle. I'll take it home for the rest of the engineering crew to see. This will teach me not to eat large pizzas. Why is she talking to him? He can't understand what she's saying. You took his brain. What's this over here? It's a bowling ball. Oh, it looks like a light rays. Light rays. Light rays. Light rays. Of course, I'm the captain. The doctor really should be the one talking, but... Right. She's out of it. Oh. Oh. What's there with the wrist are. touching all the time? I don't know. A little bit later, he goes onto the arm. Because if I was her, I'd be kicking him right somewhere, you know, and getting away. Her mind is functioning on a very simple level. Use your powers. That's okay, Bones. I'm used to that with girls. <laughs> How did you do it? How do you get the old knowledge? The old knowledge? What is a teacher? The teacher? I will be your teacher. <laughs> Let me teach you. Oh, must be the hair dryer. I must raise it up in the sky. Brains do not concern me, Admiral. I cannot. Only by command of the ancients may I understand. I will grab your arms. That's an interesting hold. With feeding circuits. Scotty's looking at it because he likes likes uh, something better to do with his hair. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Put her under there. Two minutes later, she'll have curly hair. Would you like a magazine to read yeah, exactly. while that's like her, I was going to say. I've got a ladies' home journal you might be interested in here. <laughs> Space Weekly. Uh, look at this on the cover. Yes, I've been with Captain Kirk, too. <laughs> Where to get the newest fashion in go-go boots? I spent the night with Captain Kirk. Wait, part wait, one. Wait. All of a sudden, I'm not a 
ditzy, airheaded person. <gasps> I liked her better when she didn't have a brain. Yeah, I, I, let's let's put her back in that thing. Take that back. <laughs> well, I thought now I she won't shut up. <laughs> Look at Scotty. Scotty's like, <laughs> like watching a ping pong game. <laughs> did that thing put more makeup on her too? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it did. <laughs> and her cheekbones seem a little higher. Yes. It's plastic surgery and hair. Oh, where did you have that oh. face? Oh. <laughs> 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 I think Captain Kirk got her a little bit too close. Where to did she get that phaser from? That is the knowledge you have brought. Our secret compartment in our miniskirt. <laughs> Oh, no. Very dramatic. <laughs> My. I feel a karate chop coming on. Where's Austin Powers when you need him? Yeah. You're not my bag, baby. You're not my bag. <laughs> Of my people for their controller is greater than your need for your friend. No one may kill a man. Not for any purpose. It cannot be killed. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I do not know killing. I do not wish to what? kill. What? Nope. Oh. <gasps> oh, what was that? <laughs> was that Scotty? Yeah. Scotty's, oh, sw Scotty's swooning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's Scotty menopause. <laughs> oh. How long does the knowledge last? Three of your hours. Would be just enough time. Three of your hours. And the number not, of not two, three. not five, not five, but three. But three. <laughs> you must restore. And and how does McCoy know that's just enough time to do no. it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I've done a lot of these brain transplants. That's final. Is that your final answer? <laughs> I'm giving you that glare. You know, you know it well, don't you? All right, audience. It's time to participate. It's time for the montage. What else does she got under that skirt? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's another kite to hang on the wall. Let me kiss her, Jim. I'm a surgeon already. I've learned these techniques. I might be able to retain them. Captain, you might lose the doctor right. that way. He might. Well, that's <laughs> one way to get him off the ship. If I don't try, I cannot allow you to jeopardize your life. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a beautician. <laughs> I might be able to retain and bring these techniques to the world. Oh, that's it. Does he revolutionize medicine? I'll call it the purple go-go boat. Go-go <laughs> boat routine. She has those two, but still. Go-go <laughs> boats. <laughs> Put the teacher on, Bones. No! <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it, purple lady? Scotty, take her over there for a while. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jim. I'm All right, ready for a new hairstyle. Yes. Do you have something <laughs> with a kilt? <laughs> Let's see, press. Alright, how do you activate this thing? 
it's up. Plug and play. Oh, I might need some of those Tylenol, Jim. Oh. Whoa. Too much Saurian brandy today. I can't take it. Too much power. I can't believe I... I'm still on this show after three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> now all of a sudden, watch it. Watch his face. Yeah. I think he should have brought his eyes up and they should have been the whole color green. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> Bruce Banner with a gamma radiation. So easy. Could do so easy. A caveman could do it. Cut like hole. Insert brain. <laughs> Staple hole closed. <laughs> Jim, don't make me smart. You won't like me when I'm smart. <laughs> here we go. This is classic. All right, you gotta, you guys gotta watch this really carefully here. First of all, why is there a blue light coming from Spock's brain? It's so beautiful. <laughs> Light. <laughs> when we don't know what to do, insert blue light. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I love this. Okay, a sheet of plywood with his head stuck to it. It's going to be a sterile place to work on. Why didn't they shave onion. his head? Yeah, they didn't shave his head at all. <laughs> no, you won't. He's like a flap of hair like uh, like Data when <laughs> yeah. would, they would open Data up. Yeah. There he goes. We will die. I think it would have been classic right here if like a green squirt of blood to hit McCoy in the face. That'll be in the enhanced box brain when you do that. You wouldn't have to be too cold up there. There are the men with the leg warmers. There he is. There he did it. Did you see what he did? Oh, my gosh. He just made a rude gesture towards... Yeah. Here it is again. Oh. Almost. I hate you, Jim. I hate you. <laughs> it's always been you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's stolen all the women from me. It's Shatner, Shatner, Shatner. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> Where did I, I put again. my keys? <laughs> <laughs> you stole them, Jim. Wait a minute. What am I supposed to do? Uh-oh. We're messed over now. <laughs> you can't stop now. We're only half done. A needle with a sledgehammer? <laughs> hey, you, Jim. But I'll continue to flip you off. Put the spork down. <laughs> You're going to poke somebody's eye out. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I remember. With a few meat, with a Cut few hole, insert brain. Oh, no. I'm going to drip into him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Give the man a hanky. What's with his eyes? This is a great collage of pictures. They use the same shot of his face like the whole time. It's like, to McCoy, to Spock, to the purple lady, back to McCoy who's sweating profusely, to Scotty, back to Kurt. Quick move. Yeah, if we could just get the guy you're operating on to be able to talk, we could probably finish this. Yeah, that always works. <laughs> He's the smartest guy in the room. Well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a frog in your throat or? If you'll finish reconnecting my speech center. Really? Super glue. <laughs> Let's see here. This one's marked speech. Yes. 
What's this one? Uh, For Nurse Chapel's eyes uh, only. <laughs> that's fair. Nah, this feeling is quite intriguing. The sonic separator, of course. Yes, I believe I already have some sensational feeling. Please stimulate the nerve endings and observe the physical reactions one by one. I'll need the girl Please. to stimulate these nerve endings. Please come here. Where's there's chapel? All right. I will pull on this one little place and see what begins to move. Here, let's try this. Ready. Ready. Ready? And right. poke, poke. If you're happy and you know it, move your hand. If you're happy and you know it, move, move your, your hand. Finger. My finger. <laughs> Pull the finger, Jim. No, you want to. Right. Wrist. Oh my God! You turned Spock gay. <laughs> <laughs> that is mostly logical of you, Captain. Let's get his ear to twitch. There, there's Kirk holding on to the plywood board. So it doesn't fall over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After getting hit with that styrofoam club, I'm just not the same. There should be a big sort of noise here when he pulls off that says <laughs> something like. <laughs> oh my gosh! Whoa. Oh, and the hairline is intact. Absolutely perfect. Oh, this feels great. Ready? Let's do some jokes here. And now I will fly. How do I feel? Where's that Spock remote? I'm gonna try to use it on the purple lady. She doesn't have much of a brain. And now I shall sit and talk to you all with emotion. Who dressed me up like this anyway? <laughs> Put a little salt on the ground. Let me do a dance for you. I shouldn't have done it. What's that? You should have never reconnected it. Oh. Oh. That's what my cat does when I... Oh, there's the music. Um. We took the rest, Doctor. Fascinating cultural development of a kind which hasn't been seen in ages. The last such occurrence took place on old Earth. Insert laughter here. <laughs> Let's make it happy at the end. Mm. That was pretty fast. We're gonna go back for some more of the pleasure, I think, though. <laughs> so, Spock's brain. brain. Classic Ugh. episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there they end their beekeeper suits. Yes, I like that. Wow. Ooh, I like Kirk as a wrong one. Especially the blue eyeshadow. It does wonders. Back in the Old West. Commander Adama. <laughs> yeah. Hoss, little Joe. Hey, look, Commander it's a Adama. Romulan slash Klingon kid. So, Spock's brave. That, that's a... I, I still don't understand how that got put into the whole mix of things. That was amazingly silly. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's our little take on Spock's brain. It's uh, a classic. What do you guys uh, have to add to all of that? 
Everybody's quiet. Um, everybody's. Somebody, somebody stole my brain. We're all too. We're all too shocked still from. Uh, I think I got some brain damage. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the outfits. It just always still amazed me the the outfits that they put all the women in, and even those guys in the costumes and the and the wigs. It's just uh, <laughs> every alien race out there. The girls always seem to be wear less and less. Yeah, that was the 60s, no? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it, um, you guys stay on the line. I'm going to wrap up the recording here real quick, and then I'll, I'll be okay. right back. All right. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production. You said don't talk fast, and that's how you show excitement. All right, talking. talk a little faster. Then. Okay. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production. This podcast, copyright 2007, all rights reserved.